For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. My name is Javon Adams, and I am here with my wonderful co-host. His name is Ed Smith. What's going on, everybody? Glad to be here. This is our inaugural. This is the first our, our first pod here. Uh, it's for the Believe in the Cardinals. It's the podcast about the Arizona Cardinals. We come to you from Phoenix, Arizona. And so we're going to be giving you our takes, our opinions on everything that's going on with the Arizona Cardinals. And so it, my partner, I'll let him introduce himself. But for me, I am a, I've been a fan of sports ever since I was little. Uh, major, major League Baseball, a little bit, basketball professional football and also college football are kind of those ones that are in my wheelhouse for the most part in the wheelhouse of, of everybody I also love music so I come with a different perspective music a little bit of hip-hop just a different perspective and so I'll probably be coming from a different angle on some things but uh, my my co-host has a definitely different perspective and viewpoint and I'll let him kind of explain and introduce himself. Appreciate you brother Jay. Yeah, I'm a 9-year professional baseball alumni. I uh, played uh, 9 years in minor leagues and then transitioned over into the football world for 6 years. So 15-year professional athlete, former professional athlete I'll call it. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, Jay and I host a radio show here in Phoenix as well. So we know each other very well. Love his musical input. Obviously, with my baseball and football background, we're tied really big into the sports uh, industry. So without further ado, the rookies reported for for training camp this week, as is wont to do. But for, for those who are followers of the Arizona Cardinals, and you know that it was a really big overhaul in the offseason. So we're going to talk just a couple, two or three things in, in this podcast. For the most part, anywhere between 15 to 45 minutes, we'll be, we'll be kind of sharing our thoughts and our, our opinions on what's going on. So number one. I want to start with the. There was the number one overall pick, Kyler Murray, coming out of uh, University of Oklahoma. Your thoughts, uh, Ed, and we call him Easy Ed Easy Smith. So your thoughts, Easy, on Kyler Murray and what you're looking for him. Not necessarily for the season, because we could talk about that later. But what are you looking to see from him in in the in in the preseason in the exhibition? Well, first off, it's like deja vu all, all over again. Yogi Berra said that famously years ago. Here we are, second year in a row, with a rookie head coach and a number one draft pick. Not just number one, overall number one pick in the draft. No, I take that back. He is the first-round pick right. of the Cardinals this year. But like I said, what I meant to say was two back-to-back years with quarterbacks in the first round, obviously Rosen last year, Kyler this year. So, you know, it's a very similar situation. We all know how last year kind of turned out uh, Rosen was in over his skis as well as the coaching staff. It was a debacle from the start. You know, they make the move to get Kyler with the number overall pick this year. They get Kingsbury in here as the head coach. Uh, You know, a little controversy even there. So with Kyler coming into camp this year, I think his biggest thing is the at this level, 
young players coming to the league, they don't really realize the speed of everything right off the bat. Right. And that's the one that's the, one of the first adjustments he's going to have to make. They've been playing in shorts and, and uh, T-shirts, you know, through the summer. Now the big boys are going to be coming soon, putting their pads on. So it's all going to be about the speed of the game. And for him not to be overwhelmed with everything. I know he's familiar with Kingsbury's offense, but – it's going to be, like I said, the speed of the game and then the, the different things that the, these uh, the, that's going to be thrown at him, especially in the first part of the year. Training camp, preseason games, those are very vanilla. The big test is going to come once we get to September. But in the initial, what I want to see from him is comprehension of the playbook, commanding the huddling on the field, and then some execution. If he can get those things down, take his lumps as he moves forward, I think he's going to be okay, and especially with Kingsbury holding his hand through the first portion of this uh this, you won't call it a marriage. Right. Now, you mentioned a couple of things that I want to talk about the offense in a second, and that'll lead us to into our next point or topic. But one of the things that you tell me if I'm wrong here, people are continue to refer to Kyler Murray as a running quarterback. I don't think he's a running quarterback. The same way that I don't think that, that Russell, uh, Wilson. Russell Wilson or even Aaron... Uh, um, what am I talking about? The quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers yeah. That Aaron Rodgers is a running quarterback. They are. I think he's mobile and mobile enough to be able to make plays with his legs. But I don't look at look to him as a, an RG three or even a Michael Vick. He is he as fast as those guys? Maybe so. But I don't think that his first. In, I don't think that his first um, instinct is to run as opposed to trying to look for the passing. Look look through the for the right passing lane and find the right receiver. For me, you, you hit it right on the head too. Michael Vick and RG3, those were what you call prototypical running quarterbacks. You right. actually put plays into your offense specifically for them to run. This quarterback right here, he's got an arm. He does have the speed, but one, he doesn't have the size. I would not want him out there with no. some of those big guys out there. You don't want to design too many plays for him to run. Where his speed is going to come into play is his shiftiness within the pocket, escapability, then when he has the opportunity to get outside the pocket, extend plays, or maybe even run down the field, then get the you know my I would have that eject button on his hip at all times where as soon as you see that you've gotten enough out of this play, hit that button, get down, get out of bounds. You don't want him extending plays, running, taking a lot of hits. But I think his strength in college, you know, it was the accuracy of his ball and the fact that, you know, he could get it downfield. My question is, and, you know, I guess we question this at the college level and here, mm-hmm. is with these bigger offensive linemen, and I guess he played in front of some pretty big ones at Oklahoma right. as, as well, right. but it's going to be, can he find the windows like a Drew Brees to see down the field without obstruction and then be able to deliver the ball? And we all know that quirky thing that, Drew does where he almost stands on his tippy right, toes. He does, and he, he does. So we'll see what how Kyler develops in terms of managing the pocket and then knowing when to run and when to not run. But I would not call him a running back, running quarterback. I call him a quarterback with the ability to run, but you don't want him out there in all that danger. So let's go into our next topic. the The offense is going to be is going to be run by Cliff Kingsbury. This is a classic example of failing upwards. So he was fired from his from his previous coaching gig at Texas A&M, where he was the the head coach for a few years there, and then he was the offensive coordinator for a very short period of time. I want to say a couple of months over at USC. Was it and, that long? And maybe not. I don't think it was he that got, long. I think it was he like got two a cup weeks. of coffee and he was ready. To, <laughs> he's ready to do it moving. But here's the thing that he is. 
I'm always very cautious when somebody refers when somebody's referred to as a genius or genius or guru, offensive guru, defensive guru, etc. And that's what that's what he's being labeled. Now he's coming in. It's it's going to be the his offense is they're they're not quite sure what what how he's going to be able to transfer transfer the what his college offenses did to the pros and as such we're going to talk about his coaching staff and how that's been constructed a bit because of this unique situation but given cliff kingsbury's i guess his acumen for for offense what are your expectations and as you're talking about that his ability because it's more than just x's and o's you have to you have to be as in the in the phoenix area was was mentioned over and over again last year last season a leader of men but then also you have this coaching staff that you have no ties to. You're 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 all learning one another. What are your thoughts? Well, for me, I, my my first red flag is you know when you're talking about an offensive guru or genius, and you know he's supposed to be this great head coach. You look at his track record, and he had a losing record in college. Yes. So for me, where does the you know what breeds or what defines genius you know he had a couple quarterbacks that did well but still didn't see w's in the win column so and then his next thing was because he had a cup of coffee or shared a donut with McVay out in la (laughs) now sudden now ooh, you know he's the next best thing and i'm not throwing shade at him because i would love to see him succeed here yes because success here in the valley is good for us it gives us more good things to talk about so that's what we're really looking for the what i want to see from him right off the bat is I guess more than more than we saw from the Cardinals offensive coordinators last year, which won't take much. I need more creativity. <laughs> I mean, I need more, uh, you know, I guess utilization of the the assets that you have, your Kyler Murray, your, your Johnson, you know, your, your running game, different things. See how you can put uh, Larry Fitzgerald in, in better positions, you know, even though he's a little older, lost a step. But the, the key for me, and this is critical, is and you mentioned it. You bring up a great point. He is going to be a leader of fifty-three, not just the ones just in the court. offensive exactly. room. So now it becomes: Can he manage running that offense, overseeing the defense, overseeing everything that has to do with special teams? Because you can put great people in place in those positions, meaning your coordinators, but you have to oversee it. You have to make sure their vision is your vision. You know, you don't necessarily have to have to have a hand in the defense, but you got to make sure he's doing everything that to get the most out of your players, not his players. Remember, mm-hmm. yes. they're his players in that room, they're your players when you're all together. Right. And that's very critical. And the thing for me is I'm going to have to see that leadership from him leading 53, not just that offensive room. And that's where the disconnect comes from sometimes with some of these head coaches that are great offensive minds. They have no idea what's going on in the other rooms or even how to address it if something starts going wrong inside of those rooms. Because you also have to remember, he is responsible for those, say, for instance, your defensive coordinator. When he sees something he doesn't like or if he gets one of his players says something to him, he now has the, I guess, the duty to correct whatever that issue is. I mean, you got to go to that defensive coach and talk to him about, well, I want to see more of this. Or, you know, some of the players are telling me this is their concern and you can't back down. I mean, you are the CEO of this company. Right. So it's going to be really interesting for me to see how he handles all the responsibilities, not just from the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I think it's interesting when you're 
when you look at what on the defensive side, so his defensive coordinator is Vance Joseph, who was who was most recently a head coach in Denver. Yeah. Uh, you look at his assistant head coach is Jeff Rogers, also special teams coordinator, and then you have the pass game coordinator uh, that is Tom Clements. It's again, it's going to be interesting because he doesn't have he doesn't have a relationship, a built-in relationship with any of these because the general manager Steve Kime mm-hmm. took the unique approach. And there's nothing wrong with thinking outside the box, but when you're doing something that is when you're making an unprecedented move, then people are going to nitpick it because it is just as I mentioned, an unprecedented move uh, in terms of the way you're building a roster. You know what it feels like to me? It feels like an arranged marriage. This is true. Yeah. I got you. This is true. This is it true. can work. <laughs> but you didn't make the... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I didn't necessarily pick you. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know if you could cook or not. You Apparently, you can't cook. I'm trying to see if I can get you to some cooking classes. So, <laughs> so we're going to keep an eye on all those things. So we're going to keep an eye on, obviously, the quarterback, the head coach, and how not only how his offense and how much he shows during preseason. I don't expect him to show much, and I don't think you do either. No, th- this is going to be total install because of first-year head coaches. This is going to be a lot of vanilla that they show, but behind the scenes working in uh, during practices, especially to get further into camp, a lot of the things that they're going to hold close to the vest, those are the things they'll be working hard on, yes. but not showing during the, uh, the the preseason. And this baby will, you and I will get a chance to go out to uh, to one of the to some training. Oh, absolutely! Camp, they got a lot to of some practices. practices yeah. That's what's the interesting thing. And I heard locally there were a lot of people in, in the media that were that were surprised that there were there were going to be that many open practices because you have to install this offense. I think part of it is a PR thing because yes. because we've been I won't say so bad but very below average in the last few years. Right. What they're trying to do is get fan interest. You can't close the doors and then. All of a sudden, invite everybody out when it's time to come pay. <laughs> True. So I think their big thing is, hey, let's invite everybody in now, so maybe we can grab some of these fans for you know to kick the season off yeah. because we do. We all know out here in Arizona, you know, it can get rough when you when you're not winning or you know the support can waver a little bit if you yes, want to call it, it. Yes, it can. So we'll be paying attention again to the quarterback, the the head coach, and again his staff, and we'll bring up some other points and some of the things that we want to discuss as we move forward. But thank you for joining us for a little bit for Believe in the Cardinals, the podcast about the Arizona Cardinals. So on behalf of my partner and co-host, Ed Easy Smith, I am Javon. You can call me Jay. You can call me Jay Love. So until next time, you can. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.